Hey everyone, Dan Howard here at Gunnison St. Joe's with the GSTJ Video Podcast. On today's show, I talk with Elroy's own Travis Widowitz about flu and COVID. I share some life hacks from healthcare staff as part of Health Literacy Month. And I give you a roundup of all of the stuff going on here at Gunnison St. Joe's. Hey, welcome back. And joining me via Skype is the wonderful Travis Widowitz. He is our newest primary care provider at our Elroy Clinic. Travis, how are you? I'm doing well. It's a beautiful Good. day. Happy to be here. So how long have you been here now? It's been like, what, six months? How's, how's things been going? They've been going great. It's uh, been a fun transition, getting to know my coworkers, uh, getting to work in this beautiful new facility we have here in Hillsborough. And uh, it's, it's been a good experience thus far. It, uh, it was a bit interesting in the beginning, especially considering uh, it was the beginning of our experience with COVID, but things are, are improving as we go. So you're a native of Elroy, uh, back at your grandparents' farm. Uh, what's it like being back and being able to you know, serve the community that you grew up in? I'm excited to be here. I, my family has been in the Elroy area since at least the late 1880s, and I'm excited to return and uh work with those that uh, live in my community. So kind of a side note here, but with coronavirus, we've been doing a lot of um, appointments virtually. And this right here, this this chat, this video chat, this is exactly the same format that we use to speak with our patients, right? It is. And I, I find it to be very effective in, in many situations. And not all visits can be done virtually, of course. Uh, however, a large percentage of them can. And I think patients find it to be very convenient and find it to be a useful tool as well. So it's, uh, it's finally October. Uh, the leaves are changing. And um, pumpkin spice is back on the shelf, which I'm, personally I'm thrilled about. Um, but flu season is coming up. And we're still dealing with the coronavirus. How important is it this year to get your flu shot compared to other years? Well, uh, I'll first say that my wife is with you there with the pumpkin spice. She's a <laughs> huge fan. <laughs> but uh, in regards to flu, uh, definitely doesn't have our attention like it normally does uh, with COVID-19 raging. However, uh, the flu shot is just as important this year as any other year. And you could argue that it's actually more important. Uh, this year, more than others, we really need uh, to limit uh, the a uh, number of people are coming into the hospital uh, due to the flu. You know, last year, about 400,000 people were hospitalized due to influenza. And certainly, we'd like to reduce that number as much as we can through immunization. Uh, it's particularly important in that uh, COVID and flu are nearly indistinguishable uh, in regards to symptoms. The only thing I can think of difference uh, in difference of symptoms would be the loss of smell. Otherwise, they're the same. So anything you can do to limit uh, COVID-like symptoms and limit your exposure to influenza is going to help not only keep you safe, but help limit the impact upon the healthcare facilities. As we have a vaccine for the flu, we don't yet have one for COVID, though I think it's, it's on its way. People should get the flu vaccine so our, uh, their bodies our healthcare system and society in general are not having to battle both diseases at the same time. A flu shot will reduce the number of cases and the severity of the flu, and this will help us preserve our critical PPE supplies 
our testing capacity for flu and COVID, and the hospital capacity to care for those who are sick. So one of the things that I hear every year, I, I, hear, I hear from folks, not everyone, but some folks say, you know, I got the flu shot last year. It gave me the flu. What's going on there? That's a common question I hear uh, all the time in the clinic. And really what we're seeing there isn't influenza. You can't get influenza from the flu shot. Uh, the flu shot is a dead virus. What you're seeing is actually our body responding to the flu shot. We're, we're trying to stimulate your body into fighting this perceived invader. So when your body thinks something's invading, it may respond with things like a slight fever, chills, aches, and kind of some viral-like symptoms, but that's to be expected. It isn't influenza. Uh, so it's important to recognize that difference. There are a few different strains of influenza virus, A, B, C, and D. A, B, A, and B are the most common human pathogens, with A being the more severe of the two. Influenza C isn't really recognized as a, a major driver of influenza virus, influenza infections in the world. The vaccine development process is complicated and uh, requires rigorous study and monitoring of the different types of influenza strains that are prevalent around the world. These things need to be done about six months in advance of actually delivering the influenza vaccine. Therefore, often it is our best guess. However, in most situations, the guess is good, and we do reduce the incidence of influenza infection as a result of this. So I consider myself pretty healthy. Um, I eat well. Very well. <laughs> um, I exercise occasionally. Um, don't have any chronic diseases. Um, I'm not considered in a you know a high risk category other than I work in healthcare. Um, so people who are who are healthy, you know, they can get away without with not having a flu shot, right? Well, I'm happy to hear you're healthy. I definitely encourage you to continue to eat well and work on your exercise <laughs> habits. However. Uh, you're still at risk for in influenza, and you're still at risk for passing influenza on to others, much like COVID. Therefore, everybody who's six months of age or older should get the flu shot, even if you're healthy. It's important to remember that influenza, like COVID, has plenty of people who are walking around asymptomatic, 20 to 30 percent, uh, according to the CDC. So just like what we've seen with COVID, it's important to protect yourself and those around you from this virus. So you mentioned there everybody over the age of six months. I know the guidelines suggest everyone over the age of six months, but is it is it really safe, you know, to be to be given it? And is it really effective for young children? It's absolutely safe and effective. Uh, there are different types of flu vaccines for different ages of individuals, everything from six month old children to 90 year old uh, individuals. These flu shots are tailored to best meet the needs of every age group. So it's important that we all get the flu vaccine in order to help protect those who cannot receive the flu vaccine. Those people who are younger than six months years old, and then people who have severe allergies to some of the vaccine components, gelatin, for instance. Also, a lot of people believe that they can't have the flu vaccine because of an egg allergy. This isn't necessarily true. There's a formulation of the flu vaccine that does not involve eggs and contains no egg protein. Therefore, it's perfectly safe to receive, and we have that in stock here at St. Joe's. So COVID has been in the news a lot this year. It, I 
at times it feels like it's the only thing that we ever talk about, um, and especially in healthcare too. <laughs> um, what kind of things? What kind of things have we learned from dealing with COVID that you think could help uh, with dealing with other viruses like the flu? Well, 2020 has been a crash course in virus transmission, hasn't it? I think we, all of us, from uh, those who have been in the healthcare industry from tw for 20 years and young children, uh, now have a working, a very good working understanding of how viruses are transmitted. Everything from hand hygiene, surface hygiene, to uh, airborne transmission precautions, distance, uh, gathered in enclosed spaces, uh, wet mask wearing. So it's important that we continue to, to strive to keep our hands clean, maintain our distance from others, especially if we're sick, uh, staying home when we're ill or think we may be ill. Uh, and then you know, our more mundane precautions, such as sneezing your elbow, uh, washing your hands after you sneeze. So those things are going to remain important and I think will help us in years to come, long after we are past COVID. Mm -hmm. Me too. I, I hope I'm I'm kind of an introvert. I kind of like some of this social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> the farm was great for uh, for quarantine. It's a good place to be. Yep. All right, Travis. Thank you very much for joining us today uh, on the Gunderson Saint Joe's podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Thanks, Dan. At Gunderson, we're proud to be your hometown healthcare provider, and we're connecting you to the care you need when you need it, no matter what. Gunderson Health System. We're bringing love plus medicine to you. Hey, welcome back. Um, now, October is Health Literacy Month, and Health Literacy Month is all about promoting the importance of understandable health information. Um, because, you know, in healthcare, we use a lot of terminology that isn't necessarily well understood uh, by laypersons like me. Um, and I've been in healthcare for at least six years, and even I have to Google stuff every now and again. Um, and I'm the guy that writes the press releases. Um, health literacy for me isn't simply um, about reading and understanding words, though. It's also about understanding how healthcare works and what services are available at your local healthcare organization. Um, so I asked some of my colleagues to submit some life hacks for getting the most out of your local healthcare system. Take a look at this. Number one, getting care anywhere. COVID-19 has changed the way many industries approach their work, including healthcare. Earlier this year, St. Joseph's and Gunnison Health System expanded access to virtual visits, allowing patients to see their provider from the comfort of their own home, or anywhere. So if you can't make it to the clinic for an appointment, there are three virtual ways to get care. Number one, you can talk to a Gunnison Health System nurse 24-7 through the Nurse Advisor line. To speak to a nurse advisor, call 608-775-4454. Number two, you can connect with your primary care provider and many other specialists for a video or phone visit. Video visits are conducted through Skype for Business and all you need is the app on your smartphone. Number three, if you're looking for something more urgent, download the Gunnison Health System Virtual Visit app for 24 seven access to virtual urgent care with Gunnison Health System. For more information on care anywhere, visit gunnisonhealth.org forward slash anywhere. Number two, Estimates, costs, and assistance. Ask for an estimate before getting care. Estimates are available for many procedures, tests, and treatments. Simply call our team at 
8198 to talk through your plan and they will be happy to help. If you're having trouble understanding your bill, call our team and they'll be happy to help walk you through it. Finally, if you're finding it hard to keep up with your medical bills, contact our team and ask about our financial assistance program. Number three, stop driving miles for care. Gunnison St. Joseph's has a crazy amount of procedures that can be done locally in Hillsborough. In fact, St. Joseph's has over 20 visiting specialists, most of whom come from Gunnison Health System in La Crosse. So cut down on your drive time by asking if your procedure or visit can be done here in Hillsborough. Number four, direct access to a physical therapist. If you're dealing with musculoskeletal pain, you can see one of our physical therapists without a referral from your primary care provider. This gives you quicker access to care without the extra cost of having an appointment with your primary care provider. Taking care of your young athletes. Sports physicals can be done as part of your child's annual wellness visit, which is typically covered with no copay or deductible. So schedule your child's annual wellness visit along with their sports physicals to save time and money. And there we go, there's some quick life hacks to help you get the most out of your healthcare system. We'll be right back with some updates from Gunnison St. Joe's right after this break. At Gunderson, we're committed to providing safe ways to connect you to the healthcare you need. Whether it's by your side or through virtual options, we're here for you when you need us. Gunderson Health System, we're bringing love plus medicine to you. Hey, welcome back. Uh, now you might have noticed that the old building is now down and C.D. Smith have been working really hard leveling the site, uh, ready for the new parking lot and also installing canopies. Um, they have another crew which is working on the retaining wall which will stop the parking lot from sliding off into the lake. The project is still on schedule and we're looking at opening up our main entrance around the second week of November. Speaking of entrances, St. Joe's has updated its visitor policy due to the rise in COVID-19 cases in the region. At the moment, patients under the age of 18 may have one support person with them during their time here. Adults of the age of 18 may not have any support persons with them unless it's deemed necessary for the safe delivery of care. There are special guidelines in place for instances such as end-of-life situations. As always, feel free to call us ahead of time if you have any questions. And finally, uh, due to COVID-19, Gunnison St. Joe's has spent the last couple of months designing our very first drive-through flu shot clinics. We are really doing everything we can to try to reduce the risk of community spread of COVID-19, whilst also making sure that everyone who wants a flu shot can get a flu shot. Um, now, at first, we weren't going to open this up to children. We were going to have children come in through the clinics as usual, um, because there's just so many factors that come into play when administering a flu shot. Uh, to a child in a vehicle. Uh, you have to take into account that some children get it in the leg. Um, also, we have to take into account car seats and flinching and screaming, um, particularly when I get a flu shot. Um, so we also don't want kids um, associating being in a vehicle with someone reaching in through the window and jabbing them in the arm with a needle. Um, however, we've continued to work on the project after some feedback from some of our patients, and we're opening up our Hillsborough drive-through clinic and our Elroy drive through clinic to children. Basically what we will have is a separate tent off to the side where parents can pull up, take the kids out, they'll go into the tent and we'll be able to administer a flu shot in a safe and controlled way. Our drive through flu shot clinics are Saturday, October 17th in Waniwak outside the Gunnison St. Joseph's Clinic, October 24th at the Elroy Fairgrounds and November 7th at the Hillsborough High School parking lot. So join us there and come get your flu shot and together we can reduce the risk of having to deal with the flu and COVID-19 all at the same time. Until next time, take care.